This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. Emotional wealth combines emotional intelligence with resilience and the understanding that our emotions give us information. It's really important not to shy away from our emotions or to try and close them down because this can have a detrimental impact on our mental well-being and could actually end up causing us harm. So for anybody who's ever been told that they are too sensitive, Now's your time to actually own that and to celebrate that because you are not too sensitive. You are wonderfully sensitive. You are feeling those emotions and that is much more healthier way to live and to be. To help us to be more emotionally wealthy, we have a set of presuppositions that help to guide us and to focus us so that we can start to put things in place to start to build up that emotional wealth. This series focuses on those presuppositions and asks the question, how does this help us to work with our emotions and increase our resilience? Today's presupposition is we value ourselves. Now, we value ourselves seems pretty easy to understand you know we need to put ourselves first that kind of thing but actually how does that enable us to be emotionally wealthy how does that enable us to build up that emotional resilience and to deal with those emotions that come up well the fact that we're valuing ourselves we're putting boundaries in place we're putting things in place where we aren't giving away ourselves to everything. This isn't about not helping others and taking other people into account, but actually this is, what is it that you need? And when you look at what you need, actually what you're doing is then helping you to understand what's going on for you, how you're feeling and thinking at that very minute, in that very day. So. It actually supports us with our emotions in what we're feeling, because if we're able to identify that more, we're able to then maybe decide what it is we need for ourselves that day. Or maybe put some things in place that could help us if we need to. So like if we're not in a very good place, maybe staying away from people who may have an impact on us in a negative way 
maybe surrounding ourselves with those people who really do build us up that day, that kind of thing. It could be more about that or even taking yourself off alone because that helps with me. You know, having some time on my own really helps me to understand how I'm feeling and what's going on for me. That's putting a value on myself. That's saying I need some alone time. And what is working for me? What's going on with me today? How am I actually feeling? And that's, it's key to being able to deal with what is going to come up for me. What are coming up in work, when I meet people, if I talk to people. Having that impact, I am then, you know, able to deal with what those emotions show for me. Does that make sense to you, Sue, when I say that? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's making me think about, you know, something that we're really big at in all the work that we do, and it's that preventative focus. It feels to me like this particular presupposition is about you know, kind of making sure that we've got things in place, you know, to respond when we need them, but also to prevent things from escalating, mm-hmm. you know. So it's kind of if if we if we value ourselves, if we place a value on ourselves, you know, if we give consideration to ourselves, then that's going to prevent us from be, becoming, you know, kind of burnt out or spent or, you know, that we're kind of giving ourselves maybe too much to particular projects or to our work or, you know, because it's it's easy to place a value on other things, isn't it, and other people? Yeah. But actually, and, and what can happen in terms from, from, from an emotions perspective is that we can start to experience, you know, kind of emotions that, you know, we may consider to be unwanted. You know, it can if we're not giving time to ourselves or if we're not placing a value on ourselves, then it could actually fuel feelings of like self lack of self-worth, mm-hmm. you know, because we start to feel like we're not worthy or we're not because we're not actually giving that to ourselves. Does that make sense? Kind of yeah. Way? I mean, what that sounded like to me, this is my interpretation of that was like, you can become resentful of others because you haven't had any time for you as well. Yeah. So it can actually cause that to, to take place. Yeah. And actually from an emotional wealth perspective, you know, if that's then fueling, you know, like a resentment, then that's kind of, that can be quite kind of like eat away at us, can't it? Yeah. And that could actually take over and stop us from enjoying being in someone's company yeah or you know enjoying just kind of just simple pleasures because we've got this sort of niggling kind of feeling that sort of eats away mm. that we've not addressed so actually from a preventative perspective it stops that from happening in the first place mm. and these are the kind of things that make up being a human being aren't they you know it's quite easily to go to resentment it's quite easily to kind of it's quite easy to fall into sort of those positions or patterns isn't it when we're feeling a bit vulnerable or tired or spent Mm. and if we're like that because we haven't placed a value on ourselves then it's like it's kind of within our control isn't it yes yeah Yeah, because actually when you're saying that so if you're denying what's going on with you and going and there is it might be like a really fleeting feeling of resentment, but actually then something might come up that then impacts and makes you feel even more resentful. 
because you've not given yourself any of that time. It's not, you know, what you really wanted to do or it's not been at a time that is right for you, um, whatever it is that you're doing. So it means it could manifest even more for you. Those feelings become more heightened as we know they do if we deny them, if we ignore them. The feelings start to become more heightened. They show up a lot more. So, yeah, definitely when you're saying that preventative approach, it's it's actually it felt like it's that two pronged attack. So it's a preventative approach. So you're being very proactive in helping yourself, but also you're being reactive as well. So you're reacting quickly to what's coming up for you and identifying this and then, yeah, taking some time to go, okay, what is it I need? What do I need to do? And what you may need to do is you may need to go and help somebody else. That may be what it is for you. You know, it's not about being selfish. It's about placing a value on what you need at the same value as what others need. I really like that because that's that's part of this whole emotional wealth thing, isn't it? It's about giving space to our emotions and the thoughts and the feelings and actually one of the things that we struggle with as human beings, we all struggle with, is dealing with things in the moment. Yeah. You know, we can all be really clever afterwards, can't we? You know, when we've got that, <laughs> the lovely hindsight yes. kind of stretched out between the what happened and the how we are now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like that in the moment, and that's a lot of what this is about, is about sort of learning to kind of be able to, as you say, kind of we can respond, we can react more quickly, can't we? Because we've got that awareness about, oh, this is going on, this is happening. So we can kind of shift ourselves into more of what we need rather than taking ourselves away from that. And I think it encourages us as well to sort of not only to give space to sort of what we're feeling and to, you know, and to feel it. So we're not pushing it away. We're not sort of denying it, as you say. We're kind of acknowledging it. But also it, it helps us to kind of build a build a practice. Mm-hmm. So if we sort of have a, you know, a kind of a focus of, okay, we value ourselves and that's kind of like you know, the underpinning idea here. So what have I done today to value myself? You know, yeah. How was I? How how am I going to be in this interaction? Or, you know, what what self care things have I done for myself today? What boundaries have I put in place for myself today? And it it's not about being selfish or you know kind of just focusing on you, because we know that when we place a value on ourselves, it it enables us to support others more easily, doesn't it? And like you say, what what we might need might be something in relation to somebody else Mm. that that might just be part of it yeah yeah that could have a huge impact for us it's about it's about knowing yourself as well so I know that I need time on my own in the day at some point I need some time that is just for me I'm all right with the dogs there, but yeah, that's that's about it. But actually, even I'm saying even that, even then, if the dogs are um, not getting on with each other, barking a lot, are doing that, that impacts for me. So I actually need quiet time, quiet alone time. 
that enables me to think and for my brain to go wherever it needs to go without having to listen to somebody, without having to react or act with somebody, you know, without having to particularly think about anything. It just gives me that time for my brain to go wherever it needs to do and I let it do that and it really impacts on me if I don't have that in the day and then what I stop being is I stop being a good partner I stop being a good friend because it's not I'm not a total no friend like not a good friend kind of thing but it's it impacts on that because I haven't had that for myself that I need that's important for me important for my brain for my mental well-being to have that but the opposite I know one of my friends is very outgoing very extrovert so actually at some point in the day she needs to have other people and that's what builds her up So if she doesn't have that, that will impact for her. So again, this is about just knowing yourself and going, okay, so she sets a value in making sure she interacts with other people, making sure she has somebody to interact with and she makes that point of doing that. And then vice versa for me, I make a point of not interacting with somebody and, you know, for some part of the day so that then I'm better able to as well. And that's just setting that value in place of knowing who you are, knowing what you need and giving yourself that as well. Mm. And it impacts on our emotional wealth because it's about understanding that if we don't do it, it's going to have an impact. It's going to come up somewhere and it might not come up that day and it might not come up that week. But at some point it is going to take you down the burnout or stress or overwhelm or anxious or other kinds of feelings that come up that can really impact on our mental well-being it's interesting isn't it what you're saying there because it's making me think about obviously this time of year Hmm. you know where we're kind of in situations where we may be kind of mixing with different groups you know we've, we've kind of got family members that we've not seen particularly at the minute we may not have seen people for a really long time yeah yeah um, or it may be that people are you know not in that position you know and they're having to spend more time alone whereas you know and they're like your friend where they need they need people so it's mm-hmm. like conversely it can kind of affect people differently but yeah there's something about kind of checking in with yourself I think particularly at this time of year and noticing if you're feeling kind of like emotions sort of rising or certain things starting to make you feel a little bit irritable or challenging um you know to kind of just check in with yourself and think where's that where's that coming from you know rather than reacting to it and I think this is this is what it is about the emotional wealth a lot of the things with working on each of these presuppositions it it sort of makes you less reactionary doesn't it and more kind of you know apply a little bit of more kindness to kind of yourself and to others Mm. um sort of makes you feel a little bit more evolved as a human being but you you do need to work at it you do need to practice it and I think the first stage for me is always about the noticing and the you know oh that kind of that that's happened because or you know oh I wonder what that's about 
Mm. You know, where is that coming from rather than getting embroiled in, you know, what so-and-so said and, you know, I don't know. Because we don't know where other people are coming from, do we? And kind of, are they no. placing a value on themselves and setting their boundaries? <laughs> it's kind of like this very delicate ecosystem that we're all sort of a part of with one another, isn't it? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, totally. That is, yeah, it's really making me think that actually what what happens at this time of year, either we miss our our loved ones or we spend a lot of time with our loved ones. And actually, you know, sometimes that might be too much time or it's not enough time and there's things that go on there. And I know, you know, when you speak to people, it isn't a time, some people absolutely love it and that's great. Other people um, dread it or hate it even, you know, and it's just about understanding that actually, you know, if you love it, don't expect everybody else to be excited by you. And if you hate it, don't expect everybody else to hate it. You know, it is just that we all are all coming from it differently, but it doesn't mean that you can't feel that way. It doesn't mean that you aren't able to feel that way you are it's valid and I see that so often you know when people put posts up especially on social media and they get you know dragged down about it and it's like no that's their opinion and you don't have to agree with it but they're able to voice it you know they are allowed to voice it not have to have the same as you but that very often comes up and I know with me there's a member of my family that triggers me and I do have to take care of myself but even more so that's why it's important to value myself because actually then I'm getting that from within and so if other people don't or if this particular person doesn't then it won't affect me as much because I've given myself that value I don't need external validation on that Oh, really so, that's a big one for me yeah and it's one I'm still learning it's one I'm still working on very much so and I you know I have worked on it for a long time and it, it it does help an awful lot I give myself that value because I know I won't get thought of or considered and it's okay because you know it's just not that's not what's in their head and um, rather than resenting them for it or feeling let down or hurt or anything like that it's I've given it to myself so I'm taking care of me so therefore they don't need to and it's okay and that helps it's so empowering kind of listening to you say that it's I think does it make you feel um, I think I hadn't realised, I knew I needed to do something and obviously I've worked on that with our emotional wealth course. It is something I've worked towards. I think I don't didn't realise that I'd come a long way from where I was. And I think it, it has took a long time. It's took energy, but it's been really important. And it's just how how does that show up for me which will be different from how it shows up from other people but yeah how that shows up for me and what that means for me um rather than feeling empowered 
it feels like they've got less hold on me, which I know is a bit of a, okay, well, does that not you? But it's not, it's not that I feel empowered by it. I feel more, um, it's not even I feel more in control. I feel, it's going to be really weird. I feel more me. I feel more like I'm able to be me because I don't need the validation. I don't need the approval. Don't get their approval and I don't need it. So whatever is said, it's like, it just, it doesn't stick. You know, it's like I'm highly polished and, yeah, dripper water comes down and just drops right off. So it's sort of like it doesn't stick. And that's really important for our emotions. Really, really important. Because actually then I don't go over and over the situation, over and over the conversation. I don't sit in, on the toilet and have a conversation, which I've done in the past. Have a complete overall conversation with myself. Out loud, by the way. Full disclosure here, everybody. Full disclosure, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, <laughs> Steve Fingers and Greer go la, 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 if you don't want to hear this bit. Uh, but, yeah, out loud, conversation of what they've said, what I should have replied. That doesn't take place anymore. Because I've done a lot of that in the past. And that's, but also what it does is, it impacts on me not enjoying my time with the other members of my family. So I don't get that. Oh, I didn't get that. Whereas now I do. Now I'm able to enjoy the other side. I'm able to enjoy the other parts of the other members of my family, the other parts of the day or whatever, because that's not the thing that's stuck in my mind. Wow. That's how it helps me. I think that's a really powerful example. Because it's, it's making me think about all sorts of things. There's something in there about, obviously, expectations. So your expectations have shifted because you've done the work yeah. to acknowledge kind of what's at the root here and that actually the previous things that you were doing weren't getting you where you needed to be. You were just kind of stuck in a loop of kind of going over things. Whereas what you've done is you've shifted where the value kind of originates, really, haven't you? You know, you're... Yeah you're the origin of your own value you know you you're able to place that for yourself and you have the capacity to do that and that's because you've as you say you've worked at that you've you've explored all those emotions you've you've looked at the ones that you know are kind of building you up and the ones that are kind of like fueling you know the the, the sort of the ones that are draining you you know yes. really. they're not yeah. really kind of building you up at all but, so there's definitely something around that. There's something about, as well, I think this does relate a lot to any time of year, but I think it's heightened at this time of year. There's sort of like where we, you know, where are you looking for something from somebody that they can't give to you? Yeah. You know, and I think that's a real, I've, I've done that myself with a particular family member that, you know, in the minute I kind of had this moment of clarity around, ah, you know, they're not actually able to give that to me, that feeling or that kind of what I need. And and, and is, there's a real freedom in that realisation, isn't there? It's kind of like, oh, I don't need to carry this around with me anymore. I can actually give that to myself. Yeah. I mean, and then that's a kind of a whole different set of work to be done. But we can do that, you know, in proof in, in the example that you're giving there. But I, there's something as well for me about, you know, people pleasers. So if you're kind of naturally 
incline towards that kind of behavior you know that's a pattern that you easily fall into I really recognize this in myself particularly around this time of year you know I'm sort of people will ask me kind of like well what do you want to do or what's your and I'm always I can hear myself I actually heard myself say it the other day it was kind of like well I just want everybody else to be happy and you know and then I was challenged about this by my partner who's kind of like that's not the question that I asked you you know <laughs> he's very good at that <laughs> you know interesting answer you know and you're allowed to have that answer you're not actually answering the question and you know and then there is but I think there's a, a few of us around you know at this time of year that may just kind of feel like well I'll be okay if everyone else is okay <laughs> yeah but there's something about and a lot of these presuppositions do kind of like weave into one another isn't there so kind of there's something about responsibility around that and acknowledgement which we will talk about another time but yeah, so I'm thinking if you're, you've got that awareness that you kind of inclined to go into people pleaser mode, it might be that that's okay. Hmm. You know, so first of all, we're not saying that all these sort of traits and all these ways of doing things, because they may be kind of like just coping mechanisms that you, you need to kind of get through something. And if that's how it is, that's how it is. What we're saying here is that, you know, it's kind of like, is that pattern of behaviour really serving you? Is it something that's actually having a detrimental impact on your mental well-being, as in your example? You know, because that was over... Used to do. Yeah, it did. It used to have. So Every year. Yeah. Yeah. So is it something that actually needs addressing, that needs a kind of a bit of a, a different mm-hmm. approach? So if you're very aware that you go into people-pleaser mode, you know, is that actually serving you? Is it serving everybody else? Because it might not be, you know, it might just be a pattern that's that's kind of emerged over time. So kind of asking you some questions, self some questions around that can be helpful. I think what you've just said there, there is also that if you value yourself, actually, if they aren't okay and they aren't enjoying themselves, understanding that that might have nothing to do with you. So as a people pleaser, and yeah, I'm one myself, not. I don't think I'm quite as you are an out and out people pleaser. It's like you know, um, to the power hundred, where I'm probably about a seventy or something like that. But just like on that kind of scale, when you do that, if somebody doesn't, what you can do then that will affect your emotions because then you but you're potentially then going to go into overdrive of I need to make this person happy I need to do this or what can I do I've not made this person happy you know and actually it's not all about you I don't mean you (laughs) so it's not all about you (laughs) me whoever it is that's feeling this you know you can't make someone happy. You can do the best and you want. So what is it you want to do? Right, we will go and do that. That's great. You know, so yeah, I want everybody to be happy. That's a lovely frame of mind to have. But if somebody's not, if they're a miserable gay, then that's up to them. Because you know what? Maybe that's what they want to be. You know, and I know that sounds really weird. I'm going to disclose again sorry guys but when I'm ill I I take myself off I don't want people around me when I'm ill I want to deal with it all on my own and because I'm not good company then I'm not I don't want to pretend I'm okay and because it takes too much energy to do that I don't want to 
pretend I'm all happy, joking, everything's absolutely fine. And I very often don't want to talk about it all. So actually, when I'm ill, I I do. I want to go away from it all. I want to be by myself. I want to be. I sound like a miserable cow. I get that. <laughs> I want some time on my own, and now I want time always on my own when I'm ill. But it's just I've got to know myself, and I'm okay with this. I used to put on a face, try and get a lot, you know, try and put, but actually I just found that exhausting. And I found actually my illness lasted longer. It impacted on me more. So actually now I just don't, and so that I don't need to talk about it. So I'm not, I'm not impacting on other people by letting them know. If I need to cry, I can cry. And I'm not worried about other people feeling they have to fix me. That's my people pleaser part. I don't want other people to feel like they've done something wrong. They've made a mistake by saying something. They've upset me or they have to fix me. So there's that side of it. And very much when you were saying that, I just thought that, that's really key to go, okay, I want everybody to be happy, but also there's only so much within my power that I can do that. And, you know, and it's up to them. And actually it's not that maybe the, a miserable get like I said maybe it's that there's other things on their minds there's something going on for them you know so that's okay for them to feel like that as well so there's that aspect of it and if you value yourself what you're doing there is you're giving yourself that acceptance that it's not all down to you and it's not all your responsibility I like that a lot I think it's making me think actually that there's a lot of ego going on really, isn't there, in this yes. wanting other yeah. people to be happy. <laughs> Whereas conversely, the idea of we value ourselves sounds like that's about ego. Yes. But actually it's not, is it? It's about kind of something very kind of fundamental and kind of basic needs really. Yeah. If you think about it. And actually in order for us to you know to kind of feel the things we need to feel and to respond in the best possible way and to please others or support others you know in a I always kind of think about it as being like in a grown-up way if you know you know around the way that we communicate or we say what we need like like in your example there you know kind of like I'm going to take myself off and I'm going to just give myself what I need and actually that's really healthy you know, because it's it's kind of, it's going to, as you say, you're going to get better quicker. You're going to do what you need and you won't be impacting or worrying about the impact on other people. Yeah. And and so, yeah, there's something, this kind of idea of we value ourselves and, and how does it help build up our kind of emotional wealth, our emotional resilience. It, it, it contributes to so much, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Kind of over a period of time, because it's not about being the center of attention or kind of all kind of narcissistic in what we need it's it's just about kind of at a very basic level knowing ourselves giving ourselves what we need so that we can prevent the stuff that we don't want to have happen happen or reduce the likelihood of it mm. um, so therefore we don't have the detrimental impact but also we get to kind of to boost ourselves to build ourselves up to kind mm. of celebrate ourselves in that way and I think ultimately that can only lead to more and more good things yeah make us feel more 
emotionally aware and emotionally wealthy.